0: Hello, and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Tonight, I am joined by Justin Ayotte. What up? And Brendan Krause. Hello. On the, I guess, technically the first night of NBA Free Agency, we are here to review a pair of basketball films. (laughs) um, Netflix's Hustle and Disney Plus's Rise. Um, We start with Hustle since all three of us have seen that. This is based, this is a uh, fictional, I mean, I guess they're both fictional to a degree, but this is a fictional story with Adam Sandler and uh, uh, NBA player Juancho Hernan Gomez. Um, Sandler plays a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, We should mention that this movie was produced by uh, LeBron James and Maverick Carter's production company, uh, Brendan, being a Laker fan, do you know the name of that company by the way? Uh Clutch Sports, right? Well oh, that's the that's the uh the firm that he that he runs the you know.
1: Oh, I just thought the film stuff was named the same thing.
0: It might be. I don't know. I, oh I actually meant... it's uh no no no, it's a Spring Hill. <laughs> Spring Hill. <laughs> oh that's Spring right. Hill. Okay. Yeah. You know what's funny? I always see that for years and years and years there've been a bunch of movies in the last few years that have come out with the production company Braun Creative in front of them and i thought for years that was his deal because it was shortly after i had heard that he started a production company so i assumed it was going to be that but that's actually a chinese company i actually did some research on that
2: um but well, anyway so this... still still could be him
0: yeah could be who knows you know, apparently he he knows more about he knows more about business in China than a guy than a guy from MIT who worked for the first team that was making China deals. You know, whatever. I mean, first billionaire, probably. Well,
3: yeah.
1: Uh,
0: so anyway, uh, Sandler plays a scout for the um, for the 76ers, and I will pl- I will applaud the level of actual NBA involvement in this film. I really thought this was going to be one of those things where he was going to work for, like, the fucking New York Commanders, or whatever the hell they made up. Um, it did give it a certain amount of, uh, uh, I don't want to say legitimacy, but it's the only word I can really think of. Um, it generated some legitimacy for me that it was, uh, set in a real NBA world. So, uh, The Sandler character has been a scout for this team essentially forever. I mean, he's like fifty; he's in his fifties, and um, he—it sounds like he's been doing that pretty much since he finished college. Um, And he, uh, you know, he's kind of like that old-style scout guy where he actually goes to games and watches people and like picks up on the on the stuff that you can really only see in person. Whereas, you know, they bring up early on that a lot of the Scouting department just goes by, like, numbers and YouTube videos and stuff, and he will actually, like, he brings up a point in an early meeting, you know, where they're, they are they want to draft some guy number in the first round out of Europe, and he's like, oh, that guy's a wimp. He shows up late to everything. He doesn't seem to give a shit about anything ever. Um, but they just blindly look at the numbers and whatever the, the comps are, so... Point, he's told by the owner, played by Robert Duvall, that he's going to be made a, a regular assistant coach. And then conveniently, the Robert Duvall character dies and is immediately replaced by his shitbag son, played by Ben Foster, who... uh knew that was going to happen. I didn't think he would die, like, immediately. I thought he would actually, like, end up on the bench and get fired for some... like, getting pissed off at somebody... Or something. I didn't think within 24 hours he was going to croak. Um, so, uh, shitbag Ben Foster sends the sends Sandler back out on the road, where, you know, uh, Sandler has a wife and a fairly young daughter, and he was hoping to get off the road and just be a regular coach for a while. Um, but he basically is sent back out to find, like, the next big star for them, and he goes to uh, Spain... And fi- it was actually Mallorca, Spain, which I believe is the same area Raf- Rafael Nadal lives in, um, which, I, which I know because my wife is a ginormous tennis person, and we watch tons of that stuff. Um, so uh, he finds this guy named Bo Cruz playing on, like, a playground or, like, a like a walled-off, fenced-off court Thing whether it was whether it would be called a playground necessarily, and I'm parsing right now. Um, so he tries to convince this kid to go back to the U.S. with him, and and uh, you know he sort of um, he sort of makes it sound like the you know because the kid needs money. He has a daughter, he has a fairly young daughter, and he obviously needs money. And um, I don't want to say that the similar character lies to him about how he's going to make money or whatever, but I think he's convinced that he can get the Sixers to sign this kid, essentially sign him off the street. Um, So he takes
2: him to America. He's very very optimistic and massages the truth.
0: Yeah, we'll say that. Um, So he takes him to the U.S., um, and rather than, um, rather than, you know, he kind of, pays for all the stuff out of his own pocket. Like, he doesn't go to the team and say, I've got this guy, let's do whatever. And then you find out that he has a a domestic violence conviction in Spain, so that leaks, and the uh, 76ers want nothing to do with him. Um, I believe they say it was something like his uh, baby mama had a new boyfriend or something that he got pissed off about something having to do with the kid and then he like yeah. he like showed up at the guy's house and then I don't think I think they make a point to say he never actually laid a hand on the guy it's just they called the cops on him because he just showed up there or I'm not even you know I could have that wrong I watched this like a week and a half ago um,
2: yeah it but, was something like that
0: yeah I don't think he ever actually like hit the guy or anything I think they just it just turned into a domestic situation at least
2: he like, says at least he says that he didn't
0: hit the guy yeah, they don't they, do. they don't show it or anything. They don't have like a flashback yeah. that actually shows anything. No, no, I know, I know. So it might have been interesting to do that, but I mean, Hernan Gomez is a oh. decent actor for what he's asked to do here. I don't know if he could have pulled that off. No, I
2: just I just yeah. meant like I just meant like they didn't like they didn't like go into it too deep. Like oh, yeah. we interviewed, like the arresting officer or something. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. didn't, they yeah, didn't no, go they into didn't. whatever. So it's just him yeah. explaining himself to Sandler.
0: Yep. So Sandler's basically fired by the sisters at that point. Cause he basically tells the Ben Foster kid to go pound it, um, and he decides he's gonna um, he decides he's gonna like help this kid on his own get into the NBA. And you know, they then figure you know there's a series of like you know uh, draft camps and showcase events and stuff. I, I do also want to say I think the basketball was really well filmed here I will say that about both movies um, but I do think mm-hmm. people are starting to figure out how to film this stuff well um, uh, in past years I haven't really liked a lot of sports movies because just especially now that I'm at a point where I'm fairly knowledgeable about basketball in particular where it's like it just looks like shit because they had no clue what to do with a camera when it comes to this mm-hmm. um And I do well, except
2: for Space Jam when uh, when Michael you know outreaches his arm to get that basket.
0: Oh, that was probably the most
2: realistic shot in all of
0: history. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do though, right? Um, So yeah, I mean, and basically the the kid ends up getting drafted by the Celtics, which is where Hernan Gomez was actually playing at the time. So I'm sure they just kind of wrote around that. Um, And you know, it ends with. Endler actually does get an assistant coaching job because uh, Ben Foster gets the boot and gets replaced by his sister, who actually likes him somewhat and isn't an asswipe, um, and makes him a uh, assistant for Doc, who actually shows up at the very end of this movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was I was very impressed by the roster of NBA and NBA related talent they got to actually show up here. Um, Even to the point where, like, uh, you know, I was surprised by the the end credit thing at the end showed all the people that they had, that had, like, actual experience in the NBA who showed up in this movie. And I was like, wow, usually they stop at, like, two people, most of these weird little cameos and stuff. Um, So I've been blathering for, like, eight minutes, so uh, you guys go. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: you know, you have also forgot one of the most important parts, that uh, Queen Latifah was his wife.
0: Yeah, I can't say I bought that. I don't know. I I guess I just don't like her as an actress all that much, but...
2: Ah, uh-huh. oh, come on. She's, you know, EGOT material.
0: Yeah, that's true. I should give her credit where it's due.
2: You win that T-Y... You were nineteen. You are you the unity. Yeah.
0: And I guess uh, I mean it's age it's age appropriate. They're around the same age, I guess. Um, yeah. My biggest positive, a uh,
1: shout out to Anthony Edwards playing a pretty, I guess I guess the
0: closest thing to a villain per se. Oh, mm-hmm. he was great. He was he was awesome as a prick. Like, I mean, toward the end, I think it was that last that last like showcase thing where he's like making jokes about the, the guy's daughter, I was just like, I wanted to reach through my TV screen and strangle him. I mean, you know, it was, uh, he was, you're right, he was a really good prick, and yeah, the, the amazing thing is that he seems to be, from all reports, like in real life, he seems to be a fairly well-liked guy in the NBA. So I was... Yeah, yeah
2: um, I, Wancho, Wancho was actually saying in a, a video thing with uh, Sandler that, uh, um, uh, after the last day of shooting with uh, Edwards, he was like really bummed. Like the rest of the time, like he was really having fun playing with Edwards and stuff because they actually ended up playing on the Timberwolves for a while together.
0: Oh okay, yeah. I didn't. I remember hearing uh, back when this first came out. It's been out for a couple weeks at least. Um, Sandler went on, I think, Bill Simmons' podcast and talked about how a lot of the younger guys who showed up in this movie were people that want show. You-
3: Your face. Uh-oh. Two. John Uh-oh. went to the uh, Nether Realm. Yeah. Uh um, are You back? No. Uh. Maybe turn off the uh the camera, John. And save some Wi-Fi. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway, uh, you know, with this movie,
2: it's uh, you know. Uh, like like John was saying, it it's pretty decent with the uh, basketball. You know how they filmed it, and then also uh, something that we were kind of talking about in the pre-show was um, you know how I guess it could be confusing to some viewers, like how Kenny Smith was playing like a fictional character, but then like his TNT guys were all playing like themselves yeah. and stuff like but that. But so he was not like... on the
1: panel. So I guess he just yeah. doesn't exist in this alt reality. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So so it is a little weird. That um, you know that that they did
1: that that way, but yeah, um, I don't know. But yeah, the real life basketball representation was pretty crazy. Like, uh, I like how Dirk Nowitzki like literally part of the plot.
2: Yeah, okay, you got me. <laughs> yeah, we got you.
0: Okay, I don't know. It did that a couple times when I did that last one with uh with Milos too. I'm not sure why. oh uh, all right. I might yeah. take my camera off. It might be that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I have. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's killing um, or something. I like, I like oh, we the were... uh,
1: little subplot how the daughter has like the idea of you know just posting it all online and using social media to get uh, Bo you know famous.
0: Yeah, I yeah. thought that was
1: cool. With the help of a uh, Doctor J. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that was really neat. I like the the Dirk bit too when he was in Spain trying to get the guy to go with him and he actually got yeah. Dirk on the phone I Yeah think.
2: and then and then we were mentioning uh that thing that we were talking about in the pre-show with um how Kenny Smith is like uh fictional character yeah. but then everybody else isn't and how kind of weird that is but yeah,
0: uh it was really strange. Uh it's a yeah. good performance by Kenny though. I thought he did a decent mm. job with that. So um I wouldn't you know, if he if he had been terrible, I would have been like, why don't you just play yourself like everybody else did? Yeah. Um,
1: Th- this movie just needed Kyrie to show up as Uncle Drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: what a crossover.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that would have been... Uh, I don't know how much you would have asked I still, uh, Netflix to pay him for that, though.
2: Um, I still uh, I still haven't seen uh, Uncle Drew. I gotta watch that.
0: I see all the clips and stuff. I was going to, but then given how his two years in Boston went, I was just like, I don't want to watch anything with that guy in it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, uh, I was also telling John before we started was um, uh, the story behind it um, and why the NBA is so prevalently uh, prevalent in the story and everything is because the idea actually came from LeBron and Maverick Carter, and they brought it to Sandler and Happy Gilmore over there. Happy and madison. um yeah happy madison sorry and uh, i keep calling it happy gilmore um and they uh uh reworked it retooled it and stuff so make it a little more movie like and uh then that's when you know they all started going out recruiting getting all these people into the movie and stuff and i mean sandler has his connections too because i mean you know yeah shack and everything and yeah you know he's a
0: baller too you
2: know so yeah
1: i was yep. surprised uh seeing that he produced it that lebron didn't pop up. Figured he would.
0: Oh, that he'd actually show up in it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe kind of he didn't want to, like... Knowing that his company maybe... was
2: with it. Yeah, maybe he just didn't want to take away from it or something.
0: Yeah, yeah perhaps. Mean, there's already some pretty big names in it, though. It wouldn't have been um. all that shocking for him to... I mean, Trey Young is in the end scene. The, like, last showcase thing. Yeah, I mean... You've got, what, like,
1: AI makes a cameo right uh, yep hell, they even got doc Doc to actually like shoot some scenes. Yeah, oh, at the very end. Yeah, that was cute. I I, I hopefully, did. Laugh hopefully, at the end did. of the movie when he's the uh, you know, Sandler becomes the assistant coach. I'm just thinking, God, they're probably gonna blow a three-one lead to someone now <laughs> 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 to the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Man, that that
2: must that must have been aw- that must have been awkward too. If they had to do pickup shots for that Boston Celtics scene, and then you had to have Brad Stevens come in and coach him after he's like off the Celtics or whatever.
0: Yeah, it depends on when it was filmed. Too. i mean
1: i, I yeah. was curious about that because you know noticeably you know Embiid simmons like you know aren't in it so i was curious like when did they actually shoot this yeah i mean well they, they
2: mentioned they mentioned Embiid, but they never mentioned simmons which yeah. i thought was kind of weird i was like and, hmm. uh,
0: as I'm far like, as i wonder as far as sixers players i mean tobias harris is in it uh tyrese maxey yeah. is in it. so i mean they did have some hmm. involvement from uh from people with the actual team it was supposed to be based around. Um,
2: so. Well, they probably figured that Tobias Harris really wasn't going to go far anywhere, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if they made a deal with him, it would probably be like a small deal or whatever, but, you know, that that kind of part is easy to take out because he just kind of is there, yeah. and they just mention him, so it's kind of easy to cut him out. But somebody like Embiid, you would, uh, you would really need to, like you know, have him as, like, a member of the movie, you know what I mean? Because he's, like, yeah. you know, the star yeah. of the team.
0: Well, and it's also, like, a maybe they left him beat out because it's kind of, like, a similar story in a way, too. Like, he's in fucking Cameroon or whatever it was. and Although he had played American yeah, College Ball, so... It's not like yeah. he hadn't played American College Ball either, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, we uh, yeah. haven't mentioned him, but I mean, Adam Sandler, you know, a motivated Adam Sandler is such a good actor.
0: I, I'm i um, starting to prefer his dramatic shit. Like, not that this was oh. like, no. not that this was yeah. like Punch yeah. on Glove or anything, but I mean, I'd watch this five times rather than sit through the water boy again. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I like his dramatic
1: stuff way more. I mean, Punch Drunk Love, uh, Meriwether stories, uh, Uncut Gems,
0: obviously. Fantastic. I mean, I'm I'm
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put my foot down here, and I'm not gonna take the slander over the Water Boy. The Water Boy is a classic. Okay. But I will take this movie over some of these Netflix garbage things that he has out here. You know, like I'd rather watch this this just
1: than uh pixels. Uh, Yeah, I'll watch this
2: over pixels. But, uh, if, you know let's not let's not let's age not when let's water not the boy... fame the good good name of uh, Bobby Boucher you know what i mean
0: <laughs> not if you were college age when the water boy came out and like every once it came on a home video like every time you went over to some like somebody had like a house party or whatever you're watching it every single time for like 6 months yeah
1: also uh, one analogy like in this movie that like are parallels to real life i saw is that so Ben Foster you know he initially takes over the team, but by the end, his sister comes back to, uh like, take it over. She, I, it's implied she kind of, like, just takes over the whole thing. Kind of reminded me of, like, Jeannie Buss and, like, her brother. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: oh, played by... Uh, I forget the character's name, but played by Saturday Night Live's Heidi Gardner. uh, Quite effectively, by the yep. way, for a non-comedic role. I was kind of surprised.
2: Um. Yeah, plus, she's... uh, I didn't realize this. She's a big basketball fan. Oh, um, she's, like... Think- Pretty, I guess, pretty knowledgeable or whatever. I think uh, her or Sandler or somebody, they were uh, talking about it or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think they. It seemed like they were aiming for people that, you know, this whole movie is like populated by like even the non-athlete roles is like populated by people that seem to give a shit about the sport. So I mean, maybe that was kind of the whole idea.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of seemed like a love letter, you know, to the sport, even though yeah. it. Fit. Wasn't really the, the the greatest movie, but um you know, I like the passion that they put into it.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Like you can tell like Adam Sandler, like he cares.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I'm I'm at a point where, like I said earlier, if he does something dramatic, and not that this was like high art drama or whatever, but it wasn't like is stupid like I heard a cabin boy kind of shit, you know. So like <laughs> um or was it Canteen Boy? Cabin Boy was Chris Elliott. That's my bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm way more into, like, his dramatic stuff than than the comedy. So this was – I really enjoyed this. And I think, uh, Justin, didn't you suggest doing this? Or, like, you had seen this first and really liked it, I think? Um, um,
2: well, I think uh, – because I think I kind of figured that, like, um, a lot of us were, like, basketball fans and we were kind of trying to figure out what to review – next and i remember that that movie came out yeah and so i'm like oh well i'm watching it you know i yeah. don't know if you guys no. want to watch it and review it or whatever
0: no i yeah I really so that's it.
2: kind of where the genesis was of it
0: yeah, yeah. i think I like yeah. of the two yeah. movies we're doing tonight i think i like this one better just because uh to a certain extent the and we'll get into the other one in a little bit but the some of the inconsistencies and some of the messaging in the other movie kind of bug me so but we'll get there in a little bit um yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like this.
1: I feel like we don't honestly have that many great basketball movies compared to, like, other
0: sports. I just kind of think, like... Other than uh, boxing and, like, football, there aren't really that many attempts to do really solid sports movies outside of those. Well, like,
1: I don't like baseball as a sport. I find it boring. But for whatever reason, I always find baseball movies to be, like,
0: really good. For the most part. Yeah. Like a I don't money ball when the, when the last de- yeah, but that's not about the that's not about like that's about the sport like structure forty uh, yeah I mean
2: forty two yeah. is a pretty great game uh, yeah great movie yes
0: forty two is yeah forty two uh, R I P Chadwick by the way um yep mm-hmm. yeah, yeah Moneyball yeah. is is good I just I don't view it in the same way as like you know something like forty two um, just because it listen.
2: Was more- Listen, Eddie is probably one of the best
0: oh, get basketball movies get ever. out of okay? here
2: fucking Eddie. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Whoop- Whoopi. Whoopi is the best. Okay, she led the New York Knicks, all right? It's probably one of the best seasons they've ever had, okay?
1: Okay. Yeah. I have well, not question... seen
2: any of those heights since.
1: Well, yeah, the real question is, has Hustle surpassed a, you know Space Jam, the original? That's the greatest <laughs> basketball movie ever.
2: <laughs> Never. <laughs>
0: I think most people would actually. Play. I'm gonna. I think most. I'm people actually.
2: say Hoosiers. Yeah. Well, I'm actually gonna stun you guys. And I remember that, uh, you know, there's a certain certain someone who probably isn't gonna be listening to this podcast that we used to, you know, hang with. Um, he used to get triggered every time I said my favorite basketball movie and my favorite sports movie of all time. Love in basketball.
0: That's a decent. That's a. That's not a bad pick though i mean i don't know i haven't seen that (laughs) one it's been a long time i haven't watched in years but that's not a bad pick um so yeah yeah i mean mean,
2: you know i i mean that one that one i mean i would love to review that one at some point but um not only is it female directed all right but it's also you know got you know Sanal Ethan, who does a great job in
0: that, Omar Epps, who does a great job in that, you know, and, and honestly, Omar this Epps. kind
2: of, huh?
0: Omar Epps waiting for that Mike Tomlin biopic to be done someday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, this movie kind of reminded me of how, like, maybe not how synchronous it was with, like, the NBA and stuff like that, but, they, you know, it seemed like there was a lot more NBA stuff in that movie, kind of like how... The, I mean, obviously, this one has a ton more, but yeah. um, there's kind of similarities in that, too.
0: Yeah. I just remember thinking, like, because I'm used to, you know, growing up as a kid with sports movies, it was never in, like, real leagues, and it was always, like, you know, the New York Generals or whatever. And then when this had, like... I mean the Washington Sentinels. Yep. And this had like obvious NBA messaging from the get go. I was like, wow. I'm kind of surprised they, uh, you know, and granted it's LeBron. So if he asked the NBA, like, can we use XYZ, they're not going to go, like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know,
1: yeah, just, uh, Justin, the one yeah, you I mentioned, know. you said that's your favorite basketball movie?
2: Yeah. Loving basketball. E-
1: even over Airbud. Oh, Yeah. God. Yeah. Wow.
2: Even over Airbud.
1: Yeah. Wow! You gotta do Airbud like that? Unbelievable! I know,
2: I know, I know. You know, Airbud. Airbud is the man. You know what I mean? He can. He can do no wrong. But you know what? Just can, can you know we, that dramatic, a, that dramatic can, passion.
1: Can we do it like a Airbud retrospective over like the fifty
0: Airbud films? You guys can. I don't want to do
1: it. I mean,
2: hey, he can do it all. I mean look, he can do it all. You know what I mean? He you know, he played soccer, he played football, he played basketball. I think he, he did can, baseball. He
1: can guard all five positions, okay?
2: Hell yeah. yeah you want to talk about the goat? It's not the goat, it's the dog. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> he could guard all five positions, probably, because everyone was afraid they get fucking rabies from him. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if John out uh, John John Alio with the dog slander. I was wondering if that was going to get a laugh. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) To go back to my previous joke, my wife and I openly refer to Tomlin as Omar Epps when we watch Steeler Games. (laughs) Yikes. Because he just, I mean, he's a dead ringer for Omar Epps. Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, I don't think we need to go super long on either of these, but was there anything else we wanted to to get in here? Um, Uh, I good movie. Everyone should see it. I feel like
1: even if you don't like basketball, you can enjoy it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, you know. I mean, the wife and I watched uh, the Giannis movie, and I think she would have actually liked the Sandler one more. Um, And she knows next to nothing about basketball. So I think you're right about that. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was there was decent acting in this one. Yeah, Um, you know, Story was pretty solid. I mean, the, you know, I didn't really see many plot holes. I mean, you know, based on what I know about, you know, drafting and scouting and all that behind the scenes stuff. I mean, it pretty yeah. it was pretty accurate to what I know. Um, I mean, maybe some parts were a little dramatized, like how like douchey Ben Force's character was, but um, you know, I mean, you know, Sandra playing like a, basically a wash up old college guy that was, like, great in college, but then didn't do anything in the thing. Kind of honestly reminded me...
0: Oh, he had an injury. Oh, yeah, we should... Yeah, well, I... His career. Career. We should mention that... the was that, was that how it ended his career? Yeah, basically builds yeah. to the idea That's that... That's why he, his hands
1: he, messed up. That he was, uh,
0: in, col- he was in college, and he, was, he, he and Kenny Smith played for Temple University, and that he was going to really? be, like, a... It sounded like he was going to be, like, he was going to get drafted and stuff, and they got... And they got drunk and got into a car accident or something. And he, um, he like kept Kenny Smith from flying out the windshield, but then his hand was wrecked. So he was never able to play again. Um,
2: in an alternate universe, uh, you know, he uh, was Paul Gru and you know, saved sa- uh, Kenny Smith's hand got messed up. <laughs> and so then he was able to go and play football instead.
0: Nice pull. I almost forgot yeah, about yeah. that movie completely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then so, he
1: lost the number one draft spot to Airbud. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to mention the guy from Draft Day.
2: Oh, <laughs> wow, hey, yeah. hey, if you if you want to go down this rabbit hole, we can talk about how Bow Wow got into the
0: league at like a 12-year-old, so. Oh, from those magic shoes. No, like Mike.
3: Yeah. Yeah, magic like
0: shoes. All right, so I guess we'll shift over to the other one now. Uh, Brendan, feel free to hang around. I know you didn't see this one, but... I haven't seen it. Um, no, generally... I'm, I'm going to hop off. I'll, I'll just oh. say, uh,
1: looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I think Giannis is... Like, if we're going the last, like, five years to present, I would say he's the best player. I would say, like, oh, accolades-wise, absolutely. no one can really absolutely. top him. He's got, absolutely. what, two MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, yep. fi- and Finals MVP? Absolutely. I can't, yeah.
2: And, well, hey, they they had a movie called Like Mike, not like LeBron. So you know what I mean.
1: You had and to I get think, your uh, I mean shot in, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> had had he not lost Chris Middleton, he I think he would have won a second Finals MVP this yeah, year. I think oh, they, they would have beat
0: with, with Middleton. Yeah, Absolutely. I, yeah, I yeah, mean, if yeah, if they Middleton... managed to
1: take Celtics to Game Seven, and I mean, I think they would have beat Golden State personally. A no, healthy Milwaukee, yeah. I think they will. Yeah, I
2: mean, a healthy Milwaukee would have ran over that Celtics team. I mean, the Celtics, the Celtics this year got helped out by injuries, which you know you may be able to trace back to the COVID year. But uh, you know, in, in, in injuries, injuries going on,
0: general, and uh, you know, with off seasons being
2: yeah 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 the, yeah Brooklyn in dismay, and uh you know whatever happened with the heat. I don't know what happened there, but yeah I don't uh, they should have they should have trashed the Celtics. but
0: mm-hmm. I yeah plus um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean Giannis, I mean, yeah, they were up been up twenty in the fourth quarters and stuff we have been like, you know what I'm gonna miss every shot now,
2: <laughs> can't believe me, mental breakdowns fat one. they were able to go home in yeah. their beds, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll chug that up to your 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 known <laughs> bias already. So um thank yeah. you for joining us for this half, Brendan. Uh, we'll get you on yep. something the again soon. <laughs> see you guys later. Later, man. I right, see you, Brendan. Okay, which brings us to uh the Disney Plus film. Uh I believe Thank God that
3: guy's gone.
0: Oh. Uh, well now we can openly trash LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Not that that would have stopped us before. <laughs> um, so, I this brings us to the uh, Disney Plus film that we also decided to watch for this review, uh, Rise, which is basically the um, a biographical film about the Antetokounmpo family. Um, I don't want to really say expressly it's about Giannis, because it is and it isn't, um, in a way. Uh, so basically, this... And I know I, I had mentioned there's also a book out there, but I don't think this, I don't think this movie is based on that book. Um, no, nah, I don't think so. It's titled Giannis. The author's name is Mirren Fader. She writes for, uh, uh, Simmons' current website, and she, I guess she followed him around for a while and wrote a book. Um, and I, I actually just happened to be in the middle of reading it when this movie came out, um... Which I just wanted to read it because I don't, you know, around here, given where I live, you hear about him constantly, um, especially during the season. And I knew next to nothing about him, so I wanted to read something that would give me that. Um, Unfortunately, it it sort of negatively affected my view of this movie (laughs) because I did enjoy it. I don't want to say that I hated it or anything, but um, I found some of the. Directions that Disney chose to take with it kind of odd, in that um they wanted to well let's let's just run through it real quick. I mean, for those who don't know, Giannis is from Giannis Antetokounmpo is from Greece, uh, immigrated there from I guess his family immigrated there from Nigeria, although he was he and his siblings were born in Greece. Even though he does have an older sibling that you see sort of tangentially who his parents left in Nigeria that was raised by his grandmother. So, Which um, I had no idea about. I didn't know that either, no. I had no idea if that was a thing. Um, I've never heard and Honestly, that I before.
2: forgot there were four brothers. I thought there were only three.
0: I knew it was, I knew of three. I didn't, I did not yeah. realize he had one that was even younger than that. Um, so, uh, basically, this picks up, you know, his early, the early years of his life and his family where, like, they're they're immigrants to Greece and Greece as a general rule at least at this time doesn't really treat its immigrants well just because there's a whole like national push at the, at that point to essentially get rid of them all um, so there's a whole thing about through the course of this movie how uh, their options are limited uh, in that society because they can't get uh, citizenship papers essentially, and it's not like here where being born there doesn't really give you anything, right? Where if it was in this country, if you're born here, then you know you're considered a citizen, obviously, and there's no question of that at that point. Um, so basically, there, his whole family is basically like street hustling at the beginning, like they will go to places and buy. Buy like cheap little knickknacks and shit, and resell them. Essentially, like they'll go to beaches and resell them. Um, and then you know, basically, it's like
2: basically it's like on the idea of like a thrift shop or like a swap meet type of thing. You know, they yeah. end up being like uh like street vendors for like stuff that they go and try to buy as cheap as possible and resell it for you know so they get some
0: kind of profit. Mm-hmm. And I will say there were no at least that I could find. No name actors in this movie. Like, there's nobody that I recognized in any way. But most of the yeah, no. Most of the performances. Oh, you like... know what?
2: The uh, the father. He was in something. I'm trying to remember what the father what was him? in. But okay. Yeah, he was in something.
0: Okay, I didn't recognize. I'm him. take a look into where I was. I didn't recognize. him, yeah. But I appreciated the vast majority of the performances here. Um, I did think they did a pretty good job. You know, because I think you had to you're probably in a weird place in that you wanted to get people, especially to play the the siblings, you wanted to get people who could act but also could credibly play when they do the the basketball stuff. So, like, you know, they did a pretty good job with that. There was nobody where I was like, oh, he's a terrible actor, and they just got him because he could do the basketball stuff, or he's a really good actor, but he can't play worth a shit. Like, they managed to find some... a middle ground there. Um, so, you're basically led, you know, they go to the, uh, Giannis and his older brother, Thanasis, and I'm hoping not to massacre that name too bad. Uh, yeah, that, that,
2: uh, yeah, that's how you say it.
0: Yeah. Thanasis. Find a, uh, a couple kids playing on a playground, basically, and they're, you know, they're like vaguely aware of basketball, but they're way more in the soccer, I guess, at this yeah. point. Yeah,
2: well, well, because that's Greece's mostly known for is uh yeah um you know soccer not really basketball i mean now they do but
0: so they're basically invited to go to this this uh team that's basically put across like it's the the why right or at least that's how i kind of read it like they're like oh yeah just show up and they'll let you play and stuff and this was the first moment where i kind of hung up because uh, reading this book that I've been reading and I'm still in the middle of it, but it's past all the stuff that would play into this movie. It's into his I'm into his early years in Milwaukee at this point. Um, uh. but uh you know they make it the movie makes it sound like they go there and they have to get like parental permission to do it and it was it was sorta of sold like it was like the equivalent of like a YMCA or like a youth rec league or something. Mm. This was a, In reality, this was a legit club team, and they paid his parents for them to play there.
2: Yeah, it, I think I think the problem is though, like like we were talking about um, in our chat. Um, I think the problem comes though is that because American sports are different than how international sports are played, I don't think people would have understood the club thing. Like, they yeah. would have just automatically thought it was, like, the best thing, and then all of a sudden, like, why is this other one coming in? Um, right. I mean, I guess, for the people listening, the best way to explain it would be, like, the firm system for baseball.
0: Yep, I do. Um,
2: so, essentially, he played, like, a double, like a single-A team. Mm-hmm. That's what he I was do playing.
0: Think they, I do think they make a lot of concessions to American audiences for this movie, uh, because mm-hmm. I think the way a lot of these things work in Europe would not make any sense to the average person. Like, in the sense of, like you just said, like, if he's doing this and they're paying him, like, then why does he need to go to the NBA so bad? Right? Um, I mean, basically, you're led to believe that, like... And this was also the other thing where, like, my wife and I kind of hung up, because we were like, how poor are they? Because they always seem to be, like, in a decent home... You no, they're not other than that one bit at the beginning where you see the parents when they're very young and they get chased out of a house. Um, but once they have the four kids, they, I mean, they're struggling to pay rent and stuff, obviously. But it's not like they're living in some shithole. They're they're living in a fairly nice apartment. That I was just like, well, how poor can they really be if they're affording? And I know the situation for immigrants in this country isn't great, but like, why? You know, and there's other things that they kind of. I feel like they sanitize the hell out of, in the sense of like, from what I had read. You know, the movie sort of plays it like, at least at the beginning, the you know the Gnosis is the slightly older brother, and they play it as if like he's actually the better player at first. he uh-huh. um, was never that. Like, if you if you believe what is actually written. Uh, he was never that, like, I mean, he's, he's decent, obviously, he's in the NBA himself too, uh, but, you know, Giannis was always looked at as, like, the better of the two of them, um, Mm -hmm. and, like... Well,
2: I mean, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, though, you gotta realize that that's kind of, like, Disney's thing, so they can't really, like, say, oh... You know, Giannis was like this chosen one in Greece, and you know, whatever. So they had to kind of make it like an underdog thing. Um, yeah, I get they had that. to kind it's of true. clean up a little bit of like their living conditions. Like you were talking before about how like I guess like you know Giannis was so skinny because he like fainted on the floor from not eating. I mean, you can't really yeah, put there, starvation in a Disney
0: well, there, movie. There's a, you know? <laughs> there's a whole thing about you know the the movie kind of plays it like. Vanossis is a, is a decent... And not that he wasn't decent, because obviously, like I said, he's in the NBA at his own right now. But, uh-huh. like, you know, they made it seem like Vanossis was pretty good. And then Giannis had, like, a lot of natural talent but that he didn't really know how to play, which was true, because he hasn't really done it. But, like, the uh-huh. movie kind of plays it off as, like, ha, ah, ha, isn't this funny how much he sucks? Um, but in reality, a lot of that was because they were so fucking poor... And he made it... Giannis made it such a priority to make sure his other family members ate that he would, like, eat one meal every third day. Yeah. Like, he'd go to the practices and faint and, like, the team and the other players' families would make sure he had food. Um, Yeah. You know, and and I get what you mean about, like, how I guess there's some, like, weird mandate that you can't put that in a put stuff like that in a Disney movie, but, like, doesn't that tell the story better? Like, if you're trying to emphasize how much of a fucking miracle this is that this guy went pro and became what he is now, like, he's obviously, as Brendan said, like, one of the best, if not the best guy, single guy in the NBA right now, like, isn't it a better story if you, like, emphasize how fucked up his life was before he came to America? I mean...
2: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Because it kind of seemed like they were trying to put over the whole family. So if you make it more about Giannis, you're kind of not putting over the whole family, which probably Giannis didn't really want. You know, who knows? He probably said, you know, don't make it all about me or something. And plus, you know, the thing if you.
0: Here's what I couldn't find. Yeah. Did he have any actual involvement in this movie other than it being about him? Like, was he a producer? I'm not sure. I mean,. I mean, I would imagine he has something like involved with it. In I book. thought it was based on the book, and I looked for that, and I couldn't find anything. But then I also sort of looked to see if he was actually a producer on it. And I couldn't find anything there either. Um. So yeah, I mean, you're you're right about like I get your point that they he probably they probably wanted it to be a story about the whole family because yeah. it is a big part of you know we'll get into this in a minute. Um it is a big part of his whole thing. Like he's way more family oriented than a lot of yeah. way more openly family oriented than a lot of like younger athletes mm-hmm. in this country. Um, mm. So I do think you're right that there was a, probably a certain amount of effort made not to make his parents look like delinquents. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I
2: mean, you can't, you can't, you can't have a movie about like these parents essentially seeming like they're like, you know, bad parents by like letting yeah. their kid, you know, go hungry for like three well, thought, days or whatever. You know what I mean? I thought like, there was
0: a way, I was you, a know, way you I thought there was a way you could do that without making them look like bad parents, just like showing like how fucked up the system was against them. Like I would think that would make the point you're trying to make way
2: well, more Well also also another problem with Greece too, and, and this is how deep into the woods they wanted to really get it. Um I mean, at the time, you know, Greece and the whole Balkan area, um, you know, was going going through all kinds of issues between, like, you know, uh, Soviet Union falling and then all these other countries starting up in Albania and all that kind of stuff going on. And um, so right then, like, Greece was becoming very nationalistic just because of the politics that were around them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I mean, obviously, they tried showing that. Yeah. Yeah, but they—I mean—they tried showing it, but it was more in the in the eyes of like modern, like, uh, America, illegal immigration. You know what I mean, like, yeah, and I immigration, just, issues here,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I, it, and I it just like, kind
2: of like,
3: um, yeah, go ahead.
0: I feel like that's where I kind of hung up on it because I felt like I was kind of being like, there's a a, and it. And again i don't want to make it sound like i hated this movie i did really enjoy it but i feel like there's a more compelling story here if you like actually show how fucked up their lives were in the Mm. sense of like you know how you know because they talk about how hard it is for immigrants there and like the most you get to see of that is when the parents go and like talk to the bureaucrat person who just keeps jerking them around about like get a real job and then do this that and the other thing and it well was- it was also
2: it was also probably i think too of they just don't want to piss off the Greek government you know what i mean like who yeah that too. maybe because i don't know if they actually got the shot there or not but yeah. it's like you know you don't really want to make a movie that kind of says that like you know in the 90s and early 2000s greece was kind of a shitty place you know to be an immigrant. Yeah.
3: you
0: know
2: what i mean and then be like hey can we also film on your coast you
0: know and also i just i just kind of and not that i'm you know we all we know at least that i'm at least sort of a moderate politically in terms of the united states Mm -hmm. um but i just kind of felt like could have just done a straight out story about you know the conditions in greece at that time which you might be right they might not have wanted to do that for like you know so that the Greek government wouldn't say, you can't film here and you can't even release this here because we don't want to look like shitheads. Um, but I guess I just at a certain point felt like I was being lectured about how shitty U.S. policies are.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, unfor- unfortunately, that's kind of, you know, unfortunately, that's kind of the thing nowadays. You know what I mean? And they kind of put a American tinge on everything, which, I yeah. mean... Not, I, I don't really want this to sound like we're kind of shitting on movie because I actually like this movie more no, than I also. really
0: did like this. Um, yeah. I just really hang up on, and I've it, this is probably something that I've done throughout everything we've done, really, where I have a tendency to hang up on inaccuracies that fundamentally change how something is presented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that tends to be a problem for me, uh, especially with these movies based on a real thing. Um, and I did really like this, and I, I almost I found it easier to, as much as I think I like the Sandler movie more than this one, um, mm. I did find it easier to just kind of settle into this one and not be like, oh hey look, there's that NBA person over there. Um, yeah. You know, so this was this one was way easier to just get into what they were what they were telling and not you know hang up on like oh hey here's the million famous person to show up in here.
2: Um, yeah. And I mean, and I mean, with this one, it was just more of like, you know, I mean, obviously in everything, there's an agenda or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, I want to make it seem like, oh, yeah, everything's got an agenda. Oh, oh, oh. But, um, yeah. you know, so being like, you know, the B team Alex Jones. But, uh, you no, know, that would it, be Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but like, but like, you know, it's, it's like. They wanted to focus so much on that part, and it was like, "Listen, I get it, like, you know." But like, it's, it's about like them becoming the basket. Like, why don't you show more of like, you know, the family struggle, like you were saying, you know? And that's why I just can't put this uh, so high up. I I have it right now out of t- like twenty one movies, I have fourth, which is you know pretty high. Um,
0: yeah, it's in. But
2: my- I mean, it it could have it could have been higher if um you know if they had done some of the things you were suggesting like you know be yeah. a little more true to life or be a little more uh, realistic in spots but you know like like we've been saying it's a disney movie it gets it, well and here the
0: other problem i have too right like and the, again this mm. is doing some actual research on the real events and reading this book that i'm reading mm. right now um they make it sound like because at one point you know he hires an agent and so the The agent gives him the idea. It says, like, go sign with a European team, and then that'll get you into the NBA draft. Right. So, yes. So he, I guess, there, and I don't know why, but like, I guess the, he signs with a team in Spain that somehow agrees to this with the understanding that he's never actually going to play for them or at least that's how it's put across like yeah he's going to sign there but they're going to you know but I get and it, obviously for anyone who doesn't know this when an NBA team drafts a guy on a on a foreign roster usually in Europe um they do have to pay the european team for the you know they have to like buy the european guy out of the contract right so if he was drafted by the bucks which he was they would have to then turn around and pay this Spanish team some amount of money to let him come over there. Uh, In reality, though, and this is where I got kind of confused, because the agent says, like, you have to be an international player with somebody to be eligible for the draft. I'm not sure that's true, because in reality, he was going to do that, but then he didn't sign the contract when they told him he couldn't bring his family with him. He tore up the contract. Yeah. So I don't know... I don't know enough about how the draft works to to really get that. And then the other thing was uh, there's a whole scene in there where he and the brother go to, like, I guess the Greek customs office or whatever and essentially yeah. have to, like, play for passports to go to the to uh-huh. go to New York for the draft. He was. He already. They already had passports by then because mm. the Greek government decided to give them passports because they wanted them to play for. They wanted Giannis at least to play for the uh, under twenty national team. Uh, yeah. So he had already had. He already had a passport by the time the draft took place. Um. So and then I do want to give them credit for. Uh. Some of the draft scenes were pretty cool. Like all the stuff were like. Yeah he's at they're at the draft and he brings phenosis with him too, just because and um they're at the draft oh,
2: who actually ends up getting drafted the
0: following year. He gets drafted by the Knicks. And well there's another thing at the yeah. end uh, that I thought was interesting that they kind of left out uh but we'll get to that at the end. Um so I did like I did like the fact that they, you know, cuz it was it was a known thing that he, you know, no one in the NBA really knew who he was, so he was not one. Mm-hmm. Of those, he was not one of those people that got invited to like the the draft green room and stuff because they knew he was going to get picked by somebody. Um, so he gets picked 15th by the Milwaukee Bucks in whatever year the draft was. I think it was 13. Um, and there was honestly,
2: this really is a this really is a Bo Cruz situation.
0: In yeah, real life. And there was a whole thing where. You know he's in the he's in the stands in a suit, sitting next to his brother. And he gets picked and he has to come out of the stands and go down and shake David Stern's hand and whatever and do all that whole deal. And Thanasis gets up and waves a Greek flag in the crowd. Like that actually did happen. I remember that. I was watching that draft when that happened. Um, he was also picked right before Boston, uh, mm-hmm. and I do know that they had some interest in him. So what could have been?
2: Uh, yeah, I know. Well, they, they mentioned Boston a lot in there, you know, as one of the teams yeah. and stuff like that. They, you know, were really focused in the middle of the draft, which I think was around the place that they he was projected to go somewhere. Um,
0: yeah, I, did, I, I some, do think he, he was expected to go somewhere between 11 and 17, and he ended up going 15.
2: Um, yeah, even though they were like, oh, he's never getting drafted, blah, 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 blah. like, you yeah. know, it, there, there was a lot of hype around this. Kid once people saw a video of him and footage and, you know, some of the oh, yeah. tryouts and stuff like that,
0: was, you know. I was aware of him going into that draft. It's not like he came mm. out of nowhere, but I mean, I think yeah. it was still back then and even to a certain extent now, depending on where, you know, if you, if you play for, like, an established European team at this point, people are going to know who you are. The, mm. fact that he, the fact that he never really did that and came out of some, like, bottom-of-the-barrel league in Greece and mm-hmm. turned into, like, the ultimate NBA player right now, basically. It's, uh-huh. like, fucking miracle, right? And I almost think you could do, and I almost think this would be just as interesting of a story. Like, if this does really well for Plus, because this was a something that they made and released directly to Plus, I'm not sure this ever got a theater run anywhere, yeah. So I, feel, I feel like here is the only state in the country where you could put it in theaters and somebody might go. Um,
2: Probably, uh, no, I don't know. I think I think you could get like a like a, a decent change, or whatever. I don't think it would be enough to no garner a uh, a theater run. But um, I mean, you could you could put it in like a theater. You know, you could put it in like a limited amount of theaters and maybe yeah. get
0: about a million. Yeah, you could. Um, but what I was going to say is, I kind of wonder if like. If this does well for Plus, like, I could see some value in, like, doing a follow-up about his early years with the Bucks where he learns America. Like, some of the stuff in this book that I'm reading is, like, amazing. Like, how little of a clue he and his family had about how stuff in other countries works. Like, um, there's a whole story about, like, he gets the first paycheck from playing and whatever it was during the early part of his rookie year and he turned to some other guy i think it was luke ridenauer on the team and said how do i get him not to take taxes out and luke ridenauer was just like yeah welcome to america kid that's how it works (laughs) um and just there's so many stories about like his early his early years with the bucks and just like figuring out how america works and it's just he's kind of a you know as much as there's a part of me that wants to not like him at times because they have come into direct competition with the Celtics a bunch in the last few years. He's just such a naturally likable guy. It's hard to oh, yeah. do that. Like
2: I share, uh, I share his uh, his Instagram posts all the time from uh, uh, post game. Like he'll go into the media and he'll yeah. uh, he'll do like dad jokes.
0: Yep. I
2: post those all the time because it cracks me up. Because I'm a, ja- I'm a like, dad I, joke I, I every love- guy.
0: I love the thing right after they won the title, where he went to, like, Chick-fil-A or something, and put mm-hmm. it on TikTok, and he ordered, like, a couple <laughs> hundred sandwiches and whatever, and it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And I mean, I, I think they did find, like, a, you know, they found two guys who were, to play Thanasis and Giannis, who were pretty, you know, they were solid, like, they yeah. were... They were at least engaging enough where I was like, oh, I could see why somebody would would want to be around these two. Like, you know. And, yeah, and, I,
2: and I definitely want to see them in something else because I think they yeah. did pretty well.
0: They did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the one other thing that I thought was funny about, you know, because they did a whole, there's a whole, there's one of those things at the end where, like, because it ends with the draft pretty much. Um hmm so there's a whole thing at the end about where it lists off some of the stuff. Like I guess the dad died in 2017, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, and then it mentions that uh, Anasus got drafted by the Knicks in 14, and then uh, Costas, who was the next youngest one, who's barely in the movie all that much. Um, he is was he drafted by by the Lakers or did he just sign there? <laughs>
2: I don't think he was drafted by LA, but I think he um, either got traded there or um, he signed, oh, excuse me, signed like on a two way deal.
0: Yeah, something like that. So they mentioned, you know, the Nazis getting drafted to the Knicks, um, which I don't really remember him doing much for them, but okay. And, uh, yeah. and then Costas ends up with the Lakers. And then I think the youngest one is in the G, in the G League right now. Uh, yeah, so-
2: they were. Um, they were, they were in the skills challenge, um, yeah. in, uh, all-star weekend. Was it and Alex? it was, hmm? Was
0: his, is his name Alex? Was that?
2: Yeah. 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 So it was, uh, it was, um, it was Giannis, um, uh, Thon, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the older one's name? Thanasis. Thanasis. Thank you. And, um, and, um, Alex, those those were the two. Uh, those were the three, I believe. Okay. That were in All Star Weekend, and then and then, um, uh, 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 Kotos was um oh. the like the next day uh, was like in one of the other competitions or something. Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah. So they, they mention you know they show like in clips and stuff. Um, that Costas. Wins and I mentioned this because a lot of the promotion for the movie, like if you see the ads and stuff, was like the first set of brothers to all win NBA title. Right, was a big part of the promotion of this movie. So yeah, they mentioned that Costas, one the one who's barely in the fucking movie, mm-hmm. signed with the Lakers and he was on the team that won in the bubble year. Right. Yeah. So they show like he gets Nicole the ring. Ra- he gets the ring, and then they like they have uh, an interview with him in one room, and then Giannis and Thanasis in another room, and they're like, "Hey man, it's awesome, you know, we're glad you finally won one for the family and stuff and all that." So then, obviously, Giannis wins a year later. What they fail to mention, and I was kind of surprised by this, is that oh by, yeah, that <laughs> by that point Thanasis was on the Bucks. Yeah, and, and he also gets a ring from that. And he did play, you know. I don't think he did anything outstanding, but I do nah. know from I do know from he's uh, seeing their highlights every fucking night living out here that he. It's not like he doesn't play. I mean, yeah, he's not you know. He's not yeah, that was that good.
2: was a very that was a very weird oversight. Same yeah. as how I that was all, all the ads was, were about.
0: Yeah, all yeah. the marketing was that, and like then you don't even mention that two of them are playing on the same fucking team when they win the title. It's like, how do you not mention that if that's what all the marketing was? Um, It's because they wanted to make it
2: seem like the Knicks were better than they are and that he won it with the
3: Knicks.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I did really enjoy this. I mean, I think some of it is like because Giannis is just sort of a, as we said earlier, sort of a naturally endearing guy in a way. Like, sort of made... And I did... I did enjoy it. It's just I can't help looking at the places where it intentionally came up short for whatever reason where this could have been a this could have been a far more compelling movie to me where this just kinda came off as like safe and maybe this is what they want for things that they just oh, yeah. released to maybe this is what Disney wants for things that they just released to Disney Plus in this way, but it just came off as like a completely safe you know, family-friendly kind of thing, like there's stuff. Well, that's
2: that's 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 Disney though. Every time they do like these like real-life stories or whatever, like I think the same thing happened with that million-dollar arm movie or whatever, with the the cricket yeah, player yeah. from India that becomes a baseball player. They're you know, like, two guys got you know, dropped they, by
0: the pirates. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, and they and they period. really, they, yeah, they really like. You know, just they just kind of like Disneyfy it up. They make it this feel-good story about this underdog dealing with you know relatable conditions to people in America, and then you know that's what they do. You no, know, they don't. You can't relate to um, you know, uh, giving up your meal for your family and then passing out on the basketball court. You know, you can't. You can't. You know, you can't relate to that kind of stuff. That's not family friendly. And that's what Disney's in the in the business of, is family-friendly stuff. You know, yep. so, I mean, yeah, maybe if it was made by somebody else, it would have been like that. And it probably would have been a more compelling movie. But in the hands of Disney, I mean, this is what you're going to get. And I thought what we got was, you know, a good movie for what Disney was going to put out.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh, no. Within You're right. Within the Disney constraints, this is a pretty good movie. Um huh but this is why you know and when, when we compare it to hustle this is why I will generally put something like hustle over this because even though it's fictional and it's it's trying for something different at least it felt more like it felt more realistic to me than than rise did because i yeah. knew just enough about just enough about what the real events were to be like well that's kind of bullshit and that's and that's kind of like overly messagey and whatever Which is a lot of what Disney does as well. Is that? (laughs) Um, So yeah, I mean, also
2: uh, also officially, uh, Giannis is an executive producer. That's what his role is on the movie.
0: Yeah. So I don't,
2: I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know how much he was into the movie, but because with when you're a producer and an executive producer, sometimes they just throw that on there to give it legitimacy. Sometimes it's a money thing. So.
0: Executive producer generally means you did something of consequence, because they hmm. they generally just will will just kind of throw producer around. But if you're an EP, that generally means that you've done something of value. Um, so, I mean, uh, he probably
2: he probably went from making it a movie about him to make it a movie about his family, and he, he obviously, obviously doesn't, really doesn't want really his pain is, pain. and obviously with him being an executive producer, he doesn't want to paint his family in a bad light. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. that's probably another reason why it didn't go down the road of you know how bad everything was because he probably just didn't want his family portrayed like that, which is understandable.
0: Right. And you know, there I've read a lot of stuff about like as much as the country of Greece treated his family like garbage you know, over the years, he is mm. he is still sort he is still proud to be oh yeah a Greek person. So like I'm sure oh yeah
2: they. Yeah, they uh they were posting all kinds of pictures on their vacation right after the NBA started uh, stopped. Yep. For them, they all got on a plane and went over to the Greece. They were all, like, chilling in these, like, uh cafes and stuff. Oh, yeah, they they got their, you know, thing going, you know, from back home. So they, they love being gonna, from Greece.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to be heading over that way on a cruise in a couple of months. Uh, Ooh, look at you. I'm curious to uh, – I've never been over there. So, yeah, we're doing a cruise to Greece and Turkey in October. Um, I'm curious to see some of that stuff. Uh, Yeah, so I would say, you know, just capsule reviews of both movies real quick. I mean, Hustle was a way more... I don't think either of them is, like, expressly adult or whatever, but Hustle was at least rated R and had some, like, language and stuff. I mean, I think if you're looking for a... Or a, something that's closer to, like, an actual real basketball experience, you probably want to go with that one. And I do think Sandler has a pretty solid performance in there, um, and Hernan Gomez is pretty good, as much as I think they tried to give him as little dialogue as possible. Um, but he is pretty solid in there, and I would say Rise, like you said, is, you know, within the, the constraints of the Disney model, this is probably the best outcome you could have for something like this. Um, where was they're... was
2: uh Hustle is rated R Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Huh. Dude, there's tons of profanity in that fucking movie.
2: Yeah, but you know You can you can get away with dropping the F bomb a couple of times, I think, in a PG thirteen movie. Once. Oh yeah.
0: You get one in a PG thirteen mm-hmm. movie. And ah. most of them don't even bother with it. Uh even yeah. the one. So yeah, I think this pretty much wraps us up for uh Okay, so so let's just dip in the Celtic corner for a minute because Brendan's not here, and you and I are both Celtic fans. <laughs> if there's one guy, if there's one guy in the current free agent class, you think they should go get that would actually help and kind of build on where they ended yes. up. As we all know, they lost in the finals this year, which honestly, no one expected them to even get to that point anyway. Even though you were mentioning that a lot of it had to do with injuries and just other teams imploding and stuff. But if there is any one guy on the market right now that you'd like to see them go get, who would that be?
2: Um. Well, prior to um prior to the Gallinari stuff, I said uh, Nicholas uh, Batum. Batum. Oh, yeah. Batum. Batum.
0: Yeah. Okay. yeah Batum. You would yes. That. I.
2: Yeah, I think I think he would be great. Um, coming off the bench, you know, he's he's like a. He's like a guy that can play on the wing he can score he can defend you know he's that guy that you know you can plug and play you know you don't have to worry about when you have to take um Tatum or brown off the floor you know he's pretty good at you know um distributing i mean I think he would um i mean i think he would fit in well with that second unit too when you bring yep. in um uh when you bring in uh you know uh, pritchard or uh, white or whoever you know what i mean um, I think he would do well. Um, but now that is being thrown around, um, he's a he's a good fit too. Um, so I, I think mean, he he'd kinda better. do the same thing, plus he's plus he's got the height, um, yep. which the Celtics need. Celtics need height. Um, and I think, you know, he's he's well enough right now. I mean, he's not the you know, the Alinari of old, but I mean, you know, he's still, you know, serviceable enough that, you know, when you need to give those guys a break, he can go out there and give you like, you know, ten points a night.
0: 'Cause I feel like that was their I feel like that was their biggest problem in the finals. When Tatum and Brown were on the court, the offense just died. Like uh. completely died. So you need somebody else to you know, and White had some moments and whatever, but he's not consistent enough really. If you look at their situation, I mean they're locked into Tatum and Brown for at least another couple mm-hmm. of years. They're locked into Marcus Smart for at least another if I think it's four years. Because uh, I don't think anybody else is going to pay him $19 million a year. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, they're really just going to have to, like, do stuff around the edges. And I think you're right that Gallinari is probably the best option. If, um, if it was down to one guy, I think Gallinari would probably be your best option. So I hope he's somebody that they – and I guess he's probably somebody that they would throw the mid-level exception at. So mm. hopefully that'll work. Well, well, uh,
2: with Atlanta last year, I'm looking it up on Baseball uh, Reference. Um, he had almost 12 points a game. Um, he had uh, almost five rebounds, five. Uh, uh, well, like one and a half assists. So you know, I mean, you know, he can he can get you know some some decent rebounding, yeah, he, you know, he and can
0: do a lot of things. So that'll that'll help them. Yeah, you know, um,
2: and the, the points points off the bench is really going to help them because. I mean that's that's really something that um you know kind of lacks.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean they're counting on a, I mean they're counting on a lot of really young guys up their bench still. And I think that's a big part of like, you know, and like as an example, like Grant Williams is way better now than he was like 2 years ago, but <laughs> I still don't want to count on him for shit, you know? <laughs> like I don't want to get yeah. into a situation where he's the one you have to count on to do anything. Because I mean, he's great. He's way better than he was, but he's not that guy where where you can count on him to do some shit if necessary. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean that's that's their main problem right now is, is bench depth and yeah. um, height and and scoring. I mean, yeah. those, those are the problems. Because if because yeah. if, if Brown and Tatum are having off nights. I mean, you got to dig deep deal. to try to get these people. Yeah, you got to dig deep to try to get these people to do it. Yeah. And I mean, the turnover is that it's just like uh, something's got to be,
0: you know. I think some of the, the turnover of them, thing, you know what I mean? The turnover thing, and I think that this is something that nobody really credited while the finals were going on, is I think Golden State's got a pretty good defense too. So, like, yeah. the turnover thing to me was in part because of how good the Warriors defense was, because they that was not a problem. Yeah, but, no, it's not fun they were having in earlier series either.
2: No, uh, there there was. There there was definitely turnover issues, um, especially in a Heat series. Yeah, um, I
0: guess if Tatum got to 100, then there had to be some before that then.
2: Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, all, I mean,
0: it wasn't all against
2: Golden State. No, 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 no. No, I mean, you know, um, uh, maybe not so much with the Nets. I mean, it was kind of getting bad with the Bucks, but uh, definitely with the Heat. There was a lot of like, you know, useless oh, yeah. turnovers. Yep. You know, not just Tatum, but, you know, um, uh, Marcus Mark, you know, when he like starts freaking out and he starts shooting like a bunch of reeds and airballs mm-hmm. half of them. You know what I mean? It's
0: like, I love, I love,
2: you know, what are we girls. doing here? And I then they just kind of.
0: For a lot of things that he does for them, but the whole idea that like once he makes one three, he suddenly starts thinking he's like fucking Kobe Bryant. I'm just like, all mm-hmm. right, please stop. Uh, did you see the thing where uh, Danny stole one of our assistant coaches to head coach the Jazz now? Yep. So I,
2: who, who, waved, who waved real-life Bo Cruz, uh, Wancho. Yep. So who knows Wancho. He, may, yeah. he might end up being a Celtic again.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I wasn't all that surprised by that, just because that guy Will Hardy is somebody that's been talked about as a future head coach for a couple of years now. Oh, so I was not yeah. shocked that he went somewhere. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, look, if you're, if you're, if you're in a, um, uh, a, a coaching tree, that's like a branch off of, um, pop, then I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're pretty good as long as, as long as you keep your nose to the grindstone and, and you know, you can prove that, you know, your stuff.
0: I, I mean, he you had you him, know. I thought he was there under Brad though. He'd been there for more than one year. Hey, yeah.
2: Oh, I thought I thought he came over with
0: um no, I'm uh, pretty Omen. sure he was I'm pretty sure he was one of Brad's guys that they kept. So uh, I think he had been there before because how would Ainge have known that if he came with Yudoka? because he was gone. Yeah, but I mean Ainge can watch T V, you know what I mean? True. Like, yeah, games. That's, that's true. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he'd been there for more than one year. Um but I'd have to look that I up. mean, how did
2: the Celtics how did the Celtics go about? Um, <laughs>
0: <True>. <laughs>
2: I mean, yep. you know, I mean, you know, you got to watch these guys.
0: Yep. So as far as um, other things we have coming up, uh, I do know that Obi-Wan Kenobi is done. We are waiting for Brent to come back from doing his job. So we're going to get to that. It's just going to be a couple weeks from now. Um,
2: this, is, this is not the series you are looking for.
0: No, but we'll we'll get there. Uh, I'm I'm betting, given the varying range of opinions on that show, uh, we're gonna have some fun with that one.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from that one just because you got enough people who have kind of my opinion on it that um you right know, let them kind of you know steer the yeah, ship.
0: we'll see what you we. You know, Josh. Josh is, is starting
2: his. Josh starting his 20 page essay for it now. So. Oh
0: God. for that. Oh God. Um, yeah, I, I still <laughs> haven't watched the last two. I wanted to wait until closer to the date that we're gonna be doing it on. So um, yeah,
2: no, don't. So we well, I have to. Don't watch. About it. I gotta finish it at least.
0: I know. I know. Um, I know. And I did start the boys to watch the first one at least. Um, oh, nice, so nice, nice. I'll get. Season, I'll get there. season three. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. It, nice. And I do. And I do enjoy. Yeah, it this it. has
2: been this has been a great season. Well, I do. It's, I it's been a, do pretty enjoy great, it. a pretty good pretty good season.
0: Yeah, it's been a good series overall. I've been pretty impressed hmm. with the quality level on that. And I'm convinced yeah. that um the only way that new Star Trek movie happens is if they decide to do it without Carl Urban because it seems like the boys films year round. I don't know how <laughs> how he's going to find the time to do McCoy again. Yeah, I
2: don't Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, I don't I, know. we'll I, see I what happens.
0: At one point, I know they were talking about doing another one, but it was only going to have Pine and Quinto in it somehow. Um, so if they, you know, maybe make some cast changes or whatever, or leave some people out of it, maybe you do that. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm beginning to question whether it even happens, and they just stick to the TV stuff. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, we have um, we're uh, we haven't done the last two episodes of Stranger Worlds yet. Um, so we'll get to that this weekend. We'll put that out. Yep. Um, and then the season finale, sadly, is next week. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wish they were doing more per year than they are, but what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Like, the quality level would go down if they did more of them a year. Uh,
2: I would have taken, I would have taken two more episodes of Strange New Worlds than the whole season of Picard.
0: Oh, God, yes. Scrap that entire season. Scrap that! Yeah, entire scene I mean, if, and give them another ten, please. Like, uh, Jesus, I
2: don't know about another ten because you know who knows what they would have done, but you
0: know, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously we'll be covering that. Uh, Milos and I at some point will do the, and this la- this last aired at Easter, which shows you how disinterested we were in the last one, the last Doctor Who special, which we still haven't done, even though it aired, uh, three months ago. <laughs>
2: Um, oh, hopefully they're not doing a Fourth of July special.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not. The next one's in like November. Um, ah, all right, we've got some time. They would—they uh, would be doing it anyway. Yep, you know, assume... all that. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and I assume that some some group of us will be doing a, a review of Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, probably two weeks from now, or so.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna to try to get to it um open end, and uh, we'll see okay. we'll see who game. Who's game.
0: If we uh, have tickets for next Thursday, so I'm definitely in. Um, hmm. yeah, we're going next Thursday at three o'clock. So I'm and in. I think
2: at some point, um me and Sarah are gonna be doing a stranger things
0: pod. Uh, oh, I'm not yeah. sure if it's the
2: whole thing or if it's just. The current oh, season? I'm not oh, quite sure, that's,
0: but that's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. I, yeah, because
2: uh, Josh, Josh had mentioned that um she wanted to talk about it, and I think I'm the only person that kind of watches it um still, I or watched, at least is into it or would want to talk about it. So, watched
0: season, I watched season yeah, so, one uh because I remember we went out we went out to visit Tim in Texas when the week that came out. Yeah. And he, and he and that was when season 1 came out and he he had started watching it. And he was like, "Dude, you have to watch this show. Like, you grew up in this mm. period. You're going to love this." So, yeah. I watched season 1 and then given how Netflix works where they're like constantly dropping shit, I completely forgot about it after that. Mm. There've been what, 3 seasons since and I've just never gone back. Yeah, to this
2: it. is yeah, this is season 4.
0: So, and, it's, um, and it's which they weirdly
2: Netflix. Yeah, weirdly they dropped it oddly. Like they dropped like 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 three fourths of it last like this past month. And then and then now these last there's only two episodes that again dropped tomorrow. Yeah,
0: and they're like like two hours long or
2: something. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I read what what are we doing here?
0: Each of the last two episodes is like a two-hour movie, basically, or a ninety-minute movie. Yeah. So I
2: don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get what they're doing. Uh, supposedly, there's going to be a season five. No, there is. Um, but the way they're making this they're one, it one, it seemed like this was going to be the end. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know. I read they're doing another season after this one. Then it's going to wrap up after that. So, mm. but yeah, I, I feel like if at this point I was going to watch that, I'd almost have to go back and do season one over again. Uh, just so I don't remember Jack Squat from it. Um, well, that
2: was kind of my thing. Is that I was I was wondering if I should just watch. The whole thing over again because it's been like three years since season three came out.
3: Yeah, depending and on and I'm like you guys are
2: gonna have. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna go and just hammer through. Um, cause I know, I know basically what happened. Like I remember most of what happened. Yeah. Um, but I can always just kind of watch a like a YouTube recap or something.
0: Yeah, and the last, just to kind of get two, the gist of
2: what happened. But the
0: last two, isn't it tomorrow? Uh, as we record this, yeah, tomorrow, yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. So I, I haven't seen like the rest of season four yet. I was essentially waiting for these to drop, and I'm just gonna watch it over this weekend. Oh, nice. So, um, because I'm like, there's, I'm like, there's no point in watching like the beginning of like volume one and then waiting for two episodes. I'm like, right. I'll just watch the
0: whole thing at once. And it was like a three-month wait or something too. I thought.
2: No, it was only a month. Only a month. Oh, was
0: it only a month? Okay, it, that's not. It, too bad. Yeah, that's it dropped bizarre like bizarre it mode. dropped
2: like Memorial Day or something.
0: That's a really bizarre model, then. Like, why not just wait? Yeah. until everything is done. Like, that's kind of. Yeah,
2: because I was talking because I was talking to somebody at work that watches it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna be dropping like the like and like the last two episodes like next month." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "This makes no sense." And then I looked it up. Sure enough, it was true.
0: Yeah, that really doesn't make sense. That's really weird. Okay. I think
2: I think it's like a subscription thing. I think they were trying to get people like, oh, if you're not going to subscribe, you know, be a new subscriber for this this month, then hey, next month, you know, you can watch it all, you know, because they're really trying to drive home the, you know, no password sharing and everybody getting an account. Which honestly, I don't really know how much longer I'm going to have Netflix.
0: Yeah, but.
2: Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, there's, there's, not, yeah. there's not a whole lot that I watch. I mean, Hustle was, like, the first new thing I watched in, like, months on that thing.
0: Yeah. Like, so I barely like, watched Netflix. The only movies of theirs I've looked at this year are The Atom Project and Hustle. I mean, aside from that, it's mostly the stand-up stuff yeah. for me. But,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, The, the Atom Project, I think the last thing... Yeah, I think Adam Atom Project was the last thing I watched on there.
0: Like I completely skipped that red notice thing. Like with my well, before hustle, yeah, yeah. Like I know that red notice was one that they put um, a bit behind. Yeah. Um, and I pretty much completely skipped that because my best friend was like, "Yeah, it looks like something you would like, but it's actually crap." So, <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I I watched that. Uh, I watched that last year when it came out.
0: Yeah. Um, although
2: thinking- you know what, I will say, I will say one thing I did like on there. Um, the harder they fall. I don't oh, know if yeah, you've I've seen good, that. Good,
0: heard good things about that. I haven't watched that yet.
2: Though. Yeah, yeah. That that was a great movie. So I mean, yeah. you know that. And then I really liked uh, Fatherhood. Um, that oh, was yeah. on there with oh, uh, that Kevin was, Hart.
0: Counts too. I think. That yeah, was, that was. We yeah. Watched yeah. Um, I am curious about uh the Knives Out sequel that they're getting. Um.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be
0: interesting. I believe it's called Knives Out: The Glass Onion. Um. Yeah. You know, I love Knives Out. I'm more than happy to watch another one of those. Um, and also, they have some ginormously expensive movie with the Russo brothers, uh, with Gosling mm. and Chris Evans about, like, government hitmen. It's called The Gray Man. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I tried watching that trailer. I don't know. I yeah. don't know.
0: I like the trailer, we'll but I, I'll sit through it. And then they do have, um, and I'm sure Josh will consider signing up for Netflix for this again. Uh, they're doing an NC-17 movie about Marilyn Monroe with Anna de Armas, um, who we all know Josh loves. Uh, so I'm kind of vaguely curious about that one myself. Um, I'm not a huge Marilyn Monroe person, but I'm... Well,
2: a- I, guess, I guess they were pushing... I was reading a lot of stuff about that. They were really pushing back on the NC-17 rating.
0: Oh, really? Because I've the, heard... You know, I've, Netflix I've, was I've, like, yeah. Oh, because I've heard, seen some pretty straight out stuff that said that's what it was. But I guess ratings don't matter. No, no, no.
2: It No, it is. That's what the rating is. But the people who made the movie were pushing back because they, you know, it's going to restrict the amount of people that are going to be able to watch it or whatever.
3: Oh, and I, so I,
2: they, I, yeah, they, they were pushing back with it being rated like that. And they're like, oh, no, it shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. You know, but we're not going to take things out because of creative whatever, well, blah, every, blah, blah. But
0: every, every. Every studio that gets a movie rated that pushes back on it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much a given. Um, yeah, so that's I mean some stuff coming down the Netflix pike in the next few months, um, which you know maybe we'll review some of it, maybe we won't. I don't know. I am curious to hear you and Sarah do Stranger Things though, so that that would definitely be something that would have my attention.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, the closest to me is being on uh, something, you know, alone was, like, when Josh was with us with those horror ones. Yeah. So, I don't know, so I we'll did, see. i would
0: be She and I did that one about that Dinklage movie a while back. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. If she's somebody I want to get on more I stuff, like
2: weird... That, huh. Yeah, that weird English movie. Yeah, I yep. saw the trailers for that. I was like, ah, you know at what?
0: some point we once
2: that we, ain't my speed.
0: Once Brent <laughs> comes back, we will also get back into the, the Lord of the Rings stuff, which we kind of stopped mm-hmm. in while he was out. Yeah, um, so Lord of the
2: Rings, Star Wars. You know, yep. we'll be doing all that.
0: Kind well, of we have Fellowship coming. We're gonna do Fellowship at some point after he comes back, because that's where we were with that. Yeah. Um, I and obviously Miss Marble has a couple weeks left, and somebody will <laughs> do that. Uh, I think Milosh and I might be the only ones watching it, so. Yeah, um, I'm not
2: watching that. so. Um, I mean, like I said, I'll I'll watch it if you need somebody on the pod, but. No, we should be fine. Um, I don't, I, I don't really have any. Yeah, I don't really have any interest much. in watching.
0: it. So far, there's not really that much to it, and if you have no interest in something, don't bother. I mean, you yeah. know, we might be able to get my brother on it, depending on how busy he is or not, because he mm. watches all that stuff. I think especially that one, having a seven-year-old daughter. He's probably paying mm. more attention to that one than some of the other stuff. Did he yeah, manage, maybe. Did he I was going to say,
2: you should have um,
0: had him on uh, Turning Red. Well, we we never did that. <laughs> I, know, um, I know, I know, I yeah. know. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, he tell, did he tell the story about how when um, Infinity War hit home video? Because all he really does is watch, you know, he doesn't have, like, cable and stuff, and all he really does is watch those movies all the time. They just yeah. have all the Streaming services and whatever. Did he tell the story about how uh, when they when they started watching Infinity War when that hit Disney Plus, they had to tell my niece that Thanos was the good guy so she wouldn't freak out, but freak out from the ending.
2: Oh, Jesus! Really?
0: Yeah. No, they had to <laughs> they had to sell the whole movie that Thanos was the good guy, or otherwise she would have freaked out with the ending, um, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. So. Anyway, yeah, that should be I think we're good, right? We hit pretty much everything yeah. I Oh play. yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I will get this posted probably tomorrow. Um so happy uh, NBA free agency to everyone, I suppose. If you're
2: and kind of thing. Happy, also happy 4th of July to fellow Americans out there.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Don't uh, don't any, blow your hand off. Yep. Any no no uh JPP for anybody let's let's not do that. Um any big plans or anything?
2: Nah, I got I got
0: to work. Um yeah. But uh you have nah, There's
2: no 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 big plans for Monday.
0: Yeah. I don't think we're going to do much either. It's really fucking hot here right now. And it's just kind of mm-hmm. gross. And yeah, it's
2: going it's going to kind of it's going to be kind of crappy over the weekend. It's going to rain on Saturday, I think like yeah. in the afternoon and into the night and some other stuff, so Yes, yeah, no bueno. Be, There's there. gonna be
0: fireworks here, but we can watch them from our parking. lot. we live about a mile away from the place where they're gonna be, so we can see them from from our parking lot. Not yeah, a good it's
2: same same thing, yeah, They, you know, even though the uh, you know team left, you know, they still using the stadium to shoot off the uh, fireworks. So, okay. um, yeah, so you know they, they have those every year. And uh, so they're going to have, like, uh, things set up at the school across the street and stuff like that. And whatever. So, you know, when the fireworks go off, we'll go out there and we'll watch them from the you know road. Or, you know, we can always go down the street. There's a, there's a CVS on, like, the corner that, like, you know, we can sit and watch them and stuff. So. All
0: right. Well, I will see you on Saturday for the truck stuff. Um, All right, man. I got to watch those, I guess, before then. Yeah, okay. me too. Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs>
3: Amen. Later. What are they? I. Okay.